Welcome to Show Love Daily. I'm your host, Khadija. I have a special guest with me today, Aisha Grevenberg. Aisha, thank you for being here with me today. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? I always love that question because it's like it always depends on how I'm feeling that day. Do you already mean what I want to vibe on and what I want to get into? So everyone calls me Miss Aisha. That's like literally the easiest way. And the most important thing that I like to share with people is that I'm from Trent, New Jersey. I was raised in a row house that folks are familiar with the East Coast and how the East Coast gets down. So a row house is literally a block of houses that are all connected. And maybe there'll be four houses that are connected and an alleyway and then another literal block of houses that are all connected. And the house that I grew up next to was a crack house. So the house that I'm adjoined to was a crack house. And Mm -hmm. this was during the crack epidemic. And during that time, I was just a really sensitive kid, really sensitive. And I felt like people that did drugs needed someone to talk to. And I must have been eight. And I felt like I wanted to be that person. And so I was like really that sensitive and that intuitive. And I saw them as suffering. And I knew as a black person that it's very hard for us to talk about how we feel. And I just wanted to help. And at that age, I decided I would be a therapist. And it's so random how it happened, right? Like row house, hood, the whole nine, like Jordans and gold chains and gold teeth. Like that was how I grew up. But I just said, I want to be a therapist and I want to help people. So I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm based in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I have a full-time private practice. That's amazing. That's a really incredible story. And thank you for all that you do. Thanks. Thank you. So I like to start the show with an affirmation. Do you have an affirmation that you'd like to share with us today to set the tone for the episode? Absolutely. This is an affirmation that I'm personally using for myself. And it literally just came to me last week. Like when you hear that inner wisdom, it just spoke to me. And what it said to me was, I'm not afraid of my emotions. So I'm not afraid to feel grief, sadness, despair, joy, happiness, anything. I'm not afraid of my emotions. I love that. You have such good energy. I feel so like calm during this (laughs) this recording. I feel like I was a bit frazzled before we started Uh and I'm feeling really good. Cool. Cool. Good deed. Good. So now I'd like to do a check-in. I sincerely and genuinely just like to see how people are doing. How are you doing? How's the year going for you so far? How are you holding up during the pandemic? So this this first week was absolutely insane. And no one planned for this coup. No one planned for that. But I had my little schedule. And then I do trainings with teachers in New York City. So it's mm-hmm. virtual trainings. I have a big love in my heart for the East Coast, but I don't deal with the winter. So I'm in Las Vegas in a beautiful sun, but I work with teachers there and they were struggling. Like they were really overwhelmed. They had to teach the very next day. They didn't know what to say. And I didn't know what, you know, I had to help them and show up and I have to deal with all my feelings about what's going on. And so I have to put that aside and then be there for the clients. And then I had all my clients that I hadn't seen for the new year. So professionally, it was very (laughs) challenging, but it was very uh, purposeful, very purposeful for me personally. I've been really chilling. I've been stepping into my vibe, my energy, my authority. I feel like a boss 
When I wake up, I wake up smiling. I wake up loving myself. Like, come on, girl, get up. Let's make it pop. You know what I mean? I put on makeup to go to the grocery store. Like, I just do things for me. So I'm in my power and it feels great. Man, that's inspiring. Love to see it. So happy to hear that. Thank you. So now moving into our chat for today, I can't afford a therapist. Um, I wanted to start by defining what a psychotherapist is, which is what you do. Um, So a good old textbook definition is a person who treats mental disorders by psychological rather than medical means. Um, To go more in detail, we could say a psychotherapist may be a psychiatrist, psychologist, or other mental health professional who has had further specialist training in psychotherapy. Is that accurate? Not at all. Ah, not tell at me all, more. Sense. Tell me more. All right. So that term is used because it's not legally regulated. So mm-hmm. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. And because I'm, sa- I'm licensed by the state of Nevada and the state of Texas, so I can present myself as a social worker, as a clinical social worker, but no one has any idea what that is. And so there are other people who are marriage and family therapists. They mm-hmm. have to be licensed to say that. I can't just say... I'm a social worker if I'm not licensed, but I can say I'm a psychotherapist all day long. I can say I'm a life coach all day long, but these terms are regulated. And so I usually don't say I'm a social worker because people don't get that. I'll say I'm an LCSW or I'm a licensed therapist because that registers for people, but there is a difference. So there are clinical social workers like me. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I believe social work is the best because that's what I do, but there's also marriage and family therapists. There's licensed professional counselors, and then there, I believe there's clinical mental health specialists. All of us have master's degrees. Mm-hmm. All of us have to do an internship after we get our master's degree. Now, we all approach helping and healing from very different perspectives. So we all don't do the same thing, and we all don't do it the same way at all. That's why it's important. Go ahead. What was your question? Okay. My question is, what perspective do you approach it from? Compared okay. to, say, like a psychologist, I guess. Okay. So the reason why I chose social work and why I believe in social work is because we look at the individual in their environment. So I look at your race, your gender identification, your age, your family structure, how much money you make, your job. I look at all of those things. I treat the entire person. You go to a psychologist and they treat depression. They treat anxiety. But to me, anxiety and depression cannot exist when I'm not looking at race, when I'm not looking at how are your relationships. I look at everything. I don't treat one thing. I treat an entire person. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. What tips do you have for those that can't afford a therapist? So let me let me just break the cost down. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is that it's it's so prohibitive. So my clients pay one hundred dollars an hour. With that $100 an hour, they're able to text me outside of sessions if they're having a hard time. And of course, I have clients that will text me memes and it's, it's hilarious, right? But if they're really having a crisis, they can reach out to me and that doesn't cost them anything extra. So my caseload is small, so they all get individual attention. I know therapists that charge $150 and up. The reason why I don't charge that, and I can charge whatever I want. I charge $100 because I'm not paying nobody $150. I'm just not going to do it unless 
unless it's a very specific technique. If it's not, sis, well, I mean, no, I'm not doing it. So I would, I keep my prices what they are because I want them to be reasonable. Now I do a sliding scale for students, Mm -hmm. um, for other social workers, always give them a lower price because that's a a courtesy, a professional courtesy, but a hundred dollars is pretty reasonable. It's pretty reasonable, but that also depends on the state. So if you're in a place like New York or New Jersey, um, LA, you are going to pay 150 up. And I can understand people saying, you know what, that's too much. That's prohibitive. I get it. But what you get out of therapy will change your life. And you don't have to go every week. I have clients that see me twice a week and I have payment plans. I, I do a lot so that people can get the help that they need. But it is important and it is an investment. And I have a therapist. I've been doing this for 20 years and I have a therapist. And I was about to call her yesterday and be like, girl, um, we need to push the session up because it's real. You know what I mean? It's real out here. I live real life just like everyone else. But it's an investment in myself. And I'm willing before when I wasn't as successful, I would absolutely sacrifice it because I need it. We all need it. And it's not just talking. You're not just talking to me. Like I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm not your friend. I'm a trained professional. So you are paying me for 20 years of experience, not for that one session you and I have. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I'm in therapy weekly and it's helped me tremendously. Mm -hmm. So I agree with you 1000%. It's very important that we understand the investment is an investment in ourselves and the changes that you will see in your life will make a profound difference. And so you know, reach out. Therapists have sliding scales. Just call us and talk to us. We're regular people. Yeah. For me, it's a part of my Um, Mm self-care. Definitely um, an investment in myself. What are some tips that you have for those that can't afford a therapist um, that are just trying to get by in the meantime and cope? The very best recommendation I have for anyone is 12-step programs. I have no idea why 12-step programs are not more talked about in the Black community. They mm-hmm. are everywhere. There's AA meetings, NA meetings. I guarantee you every Black woman in this country can go to a Codependence Anonymous meeting and change her life. I, mm. I, on God. On, where, where, where is the Bible? <laughs> I got the Quran in here and everything. It will change your life. And it only costs $2. You go to a meeting, it's $2 if you have it. If you don't have it, you forgot it. You don't have to pay anything. And it will change your life. There's also adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families. Mm -hmm. You can go to any of these meetings. You don't have to have a dime in your pocket and your life will be changed. That's a promise. And it it doesn't, you can do that today. There are online meetings. They don't cost a thing. They don't cost a thing. You can do that today and it will work. So you don't have to have any money at all to get the help that you need. That's super valuable information. I had no idea about the... 12-step programs that people could sign up for at all. It's amazing. When I tell you it transformed my life, I promise you. And me going into these meetings with white women and I'm sitting there just black, black. I mean, I'm black on both sides. And to be so vulnerable, but I needed the help because I'm out here in unhealthy relationships and I I can't figure out what's going on. You know, I, I just can't figure out what's going on. And I read a book and I was like, damn, I'm codependent. Let me go talk to somebody about this. And then everything I read was saying, go to a meeting. I'm like, who goes to a meeting? Who talks about their problems at a meeting with strangers? It changed my whole life. Everything about my life transformed 
from going to a meeting. And I went once a week. There are times where I went twice a week and it changed my life. I promise you. And it $2. That's all it takes. Amazing. On the flip side, what advice do you have for those that are struggling to find a therapist that's a good fit? And then, you know, what's considered a good fit? So, I mean, what are the telltale signs of like, oh, this is working or my therapist is a good fit? A lot of it is really, obviously, you have to have a rapport. I think my clients like me because I'm really down to earth and I'm really chill Um, But I'm also a professional. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm a professional. I'm real chill. I listen to Drake. I go, you know, I chill on the weekends. I'm in Las Vegas. I have a real chill life. I like to get lit. But when I'm working, I'm working. And a lot of times I'm not the best therapist for every black person because I'm black. I'm just I'm not. If you have a specific need that I don't have training in, even though we both cool and we can both listen to Drake and have a good time, I'm not the best therapist for you. And so a lot of this is, number one, do they have the training and skill set and what your issue is? Because I don't I don't have a lot of training in like OCD. Mm -hmm. I can't help you if that's your issue. You need to see someone who's been trained specifically in that. And that's not me. And so I don't have a problem referring people to someone that can help you. But that idea that a black therapist is going to help you. We got to get rid of that. The person that has the most training that you feel comfortable with. Is the person that can help you. Right. I was just going to ask you that if you felt it was necessary for um, black folks to see black therapists and what are the pros and cons of that? So I've been in therapy um, off and on for a while. My first therapist was a black man. And mm-hmm. we always only refer to black therapists. We never look at gender issues. I, I noticed that. But my first therapist was a black male and he was very, I mean, it was amazing. And then I've had black women since then. And I had a black woman and I don't think she was very effective. Mm -hmm. I was in an abusive relationship and she definitely minimized it. She dismissed my concerns and I told her exactly what was happening to me. Exactly. And she was extremely dismissive, extremely, almost like, what are you doing to make him upset? And so in that instance, did it matter that she was black? Hell no. Because if a white woman had said, girl, we're going to have to get you out of here. This is what you need to do. That's what I needed. And so I, I know that it's a very racially charged time. There's so many things going on. And there's some times where I don't want to be around white people. I just don't. I don't feel comfortable and I don't feel safe. But the reality of it is, is that all white people don't act the way they act yesterday or earlier this week. That's not all white people. There are a lot of amazing therapists that are very empathic that understand their privilege and ask them, have you done anti-racist work? Have you looked at your own privilege? Ask. We love questions. We love to brag about where we went to school and, and what we do. But ask. You have to say, I need to feel safe here being Black. I need to be my full self in these moments with you. And you need to create that space for me. And can you do it? Please, you have to ask because that makes the most difference. So right. you do have to feel comfortable but you also have to have someone that has training specific to what you're dealing with. Yeah. Do you feel like there's like a certain set number of sessions someone should do? And by that point, they should be able to determine if it's a good fit. You know, what? I think it's like dating. I think, you know, the first session. I really think it's like a first date. Like, do they make you feel comfortable? Do they listen? 
Um, I've had people tell me that therapists don't even talk in sessions. They just like write notes. I don't have, I'm not just sitting here to listen to you. Like what is going on with you? What are you thinking about? How do you see the world? How can I show me the world from your eyes? Paint a picture for me. Let me know how you feel. I need to know all this stuff. And so if you feel comfortable, then explore that more. But if you don't feel comfortable, somebody gives you bad vibes, trust yourself. Honestly, trust yourself because you're not always going to like me. I'm going to challenge you. If you like me all the time, I'm not doing my job. I need you to feel uncomfortable and I need you to feel comfortable enough to cry and then feel comfortable enough to tell me I wasn't really feeling that homework, Miss Aisha. I didn't really like it. It didn't really resonate with me. Cool. Now I'll give you different types of homework. I got crates of activities. If you don't tell me what doesn't work for you, I can't help you. But you have to feel comfortable saying to me that works or that doesn't work. And if you don't feel that, then it's not going to be effective. Right, right. Do you know of any resources for those that are in search of a Black therapist? Sure. They're, the biggest one is always therapy for Black girls. Mm-hmm. There's also therapy for Black men. And both of those, you can find them on Instagram. They have all types of topics that they discuss. I know um, I, Dr. Joy, who owns Therapy for Black Girls, she does a podcast. It's amazing. She's an amazing resource in our her community. Podcast. Yes, she's amazing. And the work that she does is you can sense that it's from her spirit. You can just tell that it's genuine. And also Therapy for Black Men, where they focus specifically on encouraging men, Black folks, Black men, to go and get help and to go and sit down and talk about how they feel. So those are the two places that I would start. And I would also start Taraji, uh, Taraji P. Henson. I don't, uh, to me, it's so weird that people don't know this, but she's paying for therapy for black people paying for therapy. And so you just go to her site. I didn't know that it's free. It's capital F R E E It's free 99, honey, free 99. And I'm on the list and they pay me well. They pay me well, I promise you. So they're all there's nothing but black therapists on there because it doesn't cost you anything and we get paid right away. All you have to do, I think it's the Boris Foundation. You just Google it, fill out an application, and they pay for your sessions. It's amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. Now on to show love daily. Um, I wanted to know what's something that you could do today to show yourself and others love, or if you'd like to, you could share a story about a time where someone showed you love and it was um, meaningful. The way that I showed myself love today is I got up on time. And the reason being is because rushing is a disservice for me, even though it's been hard for me to sleep because so many things have been going on. I've also just been really excited like really excited about the new year, excited about my clients. They're doing so well, so proud of them. So there's just been a lot of good energy that I've been feeling. I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep. You know, this is this is lit. I love it. But then there's also the stress that we've all been under. And so I, because I'm not seeing clients until later today, I wanted to sleep in. But when I got up, that was my gift to myself. So I'm not rushing. So I can enjoy my coffee and enjoy my pets. So I give that gift of time to myself. And so that's how I show myself love. Mm -hmm. The love that I received this morning, my best friend is in uh, Pennsylvania. So we Mm -hmm. talk in the morning because of the time difference. And she listens. And one of the things she says to me is, are you in a space to talk about this right now? Can you, are you in a space to hear 
what I'm going through. And so she respects my boundaries enough to say, I have something going on with me, but are you available? Are you emotionally available to hear it right now? Because if you're not, that's fine. We can come back to it. Like that's, that's the dopest thing ever to me. It's so thoughtful and it's just so in the moment. Like I know how I feel, but I'm not going to dump my feelings on you. I love you. Can you hear this right now? If you can't, that's cool. That's, that's just, it's so loving. It's just beautiful. It just fills my spirit. First thing in the morning. I love that. In closing, this is a moment for you to plug you and anything that you have going on that you'd like to share. Anything you have coming up where people can find you. Oh, absolutely. So I'm in Las Vegas and I'll be speaking. The biggest church here is Mountaintop and I'll be doing an in-service there on uh, January 16th. That's free. And I'm also giving away like a couple sessions for free. So that's in Las Vegas. Um, it's Mountaintop Faith Ministries. It's a church. However, the presentation I'm doing is basically on self-care. So you can Google that and register. I'm also leading a series on, on Clubhouse. You can follow me on Clubhouse. I believe my name on there is like Diva Therapist or something. You can always look me up as Aisha Grevenberg. Those rooms are 100% free. Uh, last night, it was dope. We talked about attachments. I sent a link to everyone in the room to download a free book on attachments. It was just amazing. And it's for Black women only. I don't, I'm not selling anything. My practice is completely full. I mean, I, I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing what well. I, I don't need any more clients. I'm not selling anything. All of this is just service. And so the clubhouse rooms, definitely follow me on there because all of that is free. And that's every single week. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. So y'all can't see her, but she's beautiful. She has amazing <laughs> energy. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm so thankful for the moment. Just recording with you right now has sort of turned my day around. Um, and thank you for everything that you do. Thank You're you welcome. for everything that you do. Thank you. I appreciate that.